0: Hey everybody, welcome back to RebootLeggers. This is a comedy-adjacent podcast where we reboot um, film and movies and sometimes books. I'm Scott Owen.
1: I'm Frank. Sarah. That's
0: not true. Frank's head are full of juices today. He's a Frank's juice boy. Head has got that head juice. He can't, he can't be on. His head is like Violet Beauregard in...
1: Uh... Say the movie. Willy Wonka? Oh, yep. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With the blueberry head. Frank's got blueberry head.
1: <laughs> yeah. He should really win the Chocolate Factory.
0: For yeah, for putting up with this nonsense. But uh, it's almost Thanksgiving. It will be gobble
1: gobble gobble.
0: It might will have been by the time this episode goes out. I don't know if I don't know when I'm going to put it up. Yeah, gobble gobble is right. Um, there's Rebecca wanted to do a Thanksgiving movie, and I had to look up if Thanksgiving movies were even a thing. And it turns out not a whole lot of Thanksgiving movies.
1: There's really not. It was untapped market.
0: It's usually just Christmas movies that come out at Thanksgiving. You'd think, I mean, this really seems like it's part of the whole Christmas's war on Thanksgiving, where we're kind of just erasing Thanksgiving from the Zeitgeist. You know what's
1: crazy? So, like, I was at Target looking for Thanksgiving stuff, and all their Thanksgiving stuff is on clearance.
0: Already? And,
1: And it hasn't even happened yet.
0: That is disgusting hmm Because Christmas all goes Christmas up. Stuff is up. We skip straight from Halloween to Christmas. And don't get me wrong, I love Christmas, but come on, let's let's do a little Thanksgiving first. Yeah. Give me that ham.
1: When do you start listening to Christmas music?
0: Oh, the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. When do you cool. start listening? Like now? Uh
1: no, I try to avoid it Christmas at all Eve. costs. <laughs> yeah. I try to avoid it at all costs. Real
0: Grinch over there, huh? Screws you. You know what's up. crazy?
1: So the neighborhood that we moved to, um, I guess like two streets down turns into like christmas street
0: oh shit and
1: yeah and i guess it's like a big deal and it fucks up traffic oh. for like the month
0: guess you're working from home all december
1: i know well i don't know if it's during the day like that should be fine
0: but well it's like yeah the
1: evening it's the evening when all the lights go on
0: yeah but the lights the lights go on at like 4 p.m in december because it's winter
1: oh my gosh
0: your drive home Wait. is going to be a nightmare
1: Steve Zahn's in this movie. Dave Chappelle's in this movie. Greg Kinnear's in this movie.
0: What movie are we talking about? I don't think we told the audience you've, yet.
1: You've Got Mail. Oh, we're going to do You've Got Mail.
0: We're going to do You've Got Mail. I was going to just real quick. Let's. Here's, here's a list of... This is what Google tells me are movies about Thanksgiving. Free the Birds. Okay, that makes sense. That's about the turkeys. <laughs> That's about the turkeys that try to... Here's a movie called Pieces of April. Um,
1: oh, I remember that one.
0: It sounds like it's about springtime, though. Or is April it's, a person?
1: April's a person. It's oh, very indie.
0: It looks indie. Is that uh? No, that's not Drew Barrymore. Who is that's that? That's Katie Holmes. Oh, what? Look at those bangs!
1: I know this was like after Dawson's Creek too, where she's like, "I'm edgy. I can oh, do indie yeah. movies."
0: I'm not. What's my face from Dawson's Creek? Yeah, I saw Dawson's Creek Funko Pops at the store the other day, and I said, ah, "I think I might be done with Funko Pops."
1: That was the that was the line in the sand for you. Yeah,
0: I guess I don't know. There's probably at some point I'll see like. An Avatar, The Last Airbender Funko, and I'll buy it because I'm a real sucker. Uh Paul Blart Mall cop is apparently a Thanksgiving movie. Oh heck. We can't reboot that without Frank, though. He'd be very upset. Yeah, also, I think we be- might have already rebooted it. <laughs> I don't oh. know.
1: <laughs> Wait, we, we need to be aware of what your inventory is. There's nothing
0: in the rule book that says we can't reboot something twice.
1: I that's fair. They do it to Spider Man all the time.
0: A Jack and Jill. Oh, where adam sandler plays himself and his twin wife
1: no they're siblings
0: Mm. but they could i mean what i said could 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 still be true
1: well save that for a future reboot
0: oh and who's this who's this the war at home with with oh my god martin sheen holy shit i couldn't remember the president's name
1: the president
0: yeah he was the president in the west wing
1: oh Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> a show that I've never seen, but um,
1: <laughs> I just refer to him as the president. <laughs>
0: that's that's how Frank always refers to him. He puts yeah. his coat on very weird.
1: Yeah, Jack and Jill are twins.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Okay, but we're gonna do you've got mail, a movie about America Online, because um, like they did they pay for this America Online?
1: Was it sponsored by them?
0: I need to find that out. But um, this was based on the is inspired by the 1937 Hungarian play parfumery by miklos laszlo which they... <laughs> had earlier been adapted in 1940 as the shop around the corner in 1949
1: later, later and been it... adapted.
0: yeah no it said earlier this doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah it should be later earlier than you've got mail though and then adapted again in 49 as in the good old summertime why do we keep adapting this
1: kind of crazy that email has been around since 1937
0: yeah it marked the third pairing of Hanks and Ryan, who previously appeared together in Joe versus the Volcano and Sleepless in Seattle.
1: What's it's- crazy about the Wikipedia is it doesn't even tell me what this play is about.
0: Parfumery?
1: Yeah. Search Google for Parfumery. Yeah,
0: I'm checking it out. Uh... <laughs>
1: it's like, did you meet Sephora? And I'm like, mm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but put a pin in that. Yeah, it's just telling me about all the awards he got for Parfumery. Parfumary so, did he play. predict America Online in this original play? Oh, maybe. Oh, this He's is...
1: like, the world will be connected by invisible wires.
0: Invisible wires. But, no, they were visible at this point, actually, still. In 1998, we didn't have Wi-Fi yet. Every, they had to be hooked up to the telephone lines. Oh, my heck. At least we didn't have Wi-Fi in my homes. Maybe Tom Hanks had Wi-Fi in his big bookstore. So... This In this movie, uh, Meg Ryan...
1: Oh, okay. I found a description. I oh, found... give it. Give me. A, the, the play takes place in a Budapest gift shop around Christmas mm-hmm. and follows the personal relationships among the store's employees and customers. Mm. The essential relationship, and the one emphasized in the movie versions, is between two bickering coworkers who don't realize that they are, in fact, pen pals.
0: It's the first meet cute?
1: It might. Mu- well, I don't know, because they've already met.
0: Oh, they have already met, and it wasn't cute.
1: Yeah, because they were they disliked each other.
0: The very first meat cute is what I've googled here.
1: The very first meat cube.
0: <laughs> oh, you got some meat cubes. Um, <laughs> the the origin of the term meat cute is unknown, but appears to be a familiarly associated with Hollywood screenwriting by at least 1941. The earliest hmm. example given by the Oxford English Dictionary is from Anthony. Boucher? Boucher? Mystery novel, The Case of the Solid Key, in which the character says, we met cute, as they say in story conferences. I, uh...
1: So then it's got to appear before then, <laughs> if they talk about it in story conferences. What's,
0: what's a story conference?
1: You know, it's like author con. con oh,
0: 1941, <laughs> here we go!
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, Who was so, going uh, to Authcon 1941?
1: Hemingway... Uh, mm-hmm. some of the others. Mildred
0: Pierce. No, that's the name of the book.
1: Jane Eyre.
0: <laughs> you just throwing out high the school wa- books that you had to the, read.
1: The Wuthering Heights. Oh,
0: the Wuthering Heights. Heathcliff. My ghost. Wait, he's the ghost? No, he's not the ghost. Is there a ghost?
1: I don't know. I didn't read it.
0: Oh, his name is Heathcliff though. That's a pretty good name.
1: Okay, put a pit in it. We're gonna reboot Wuthering Heights with Heathcliff the cat.
0: Oh, original Garfield.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Okay. He okay loves- put a pin in it. Okay. Put a pin in it. We got to talk about You've Got Mail. So now it's about bookstores, right?
1: Yeah. Because in, ni- what year was this? 1997? Eight. 1998. Do you remember bookstores?
0: I do. Barnes & Noble I still go to sometimes just for like the nostalgia of it.
1: Yeah. And uh, I go to Barnes & Nobles to find like gift. gifts.
0: Yeah. Because they got all kinds of things. Man, that's a good idea. I should go there because we got gifts coming up.
1: We get we got gift time coming up, um. But anyway, do you remember nineteen like ninety nine? What year was it? Nineteen
0: ninety eight. we were nine years old.
1: We yes, indeed. And uh, do you remember like Pokemon bookstores? had just come out
0: in America. <laughs>
1: Uh, bookstores were like a thing that were all over the place. And then big mega bookstore chains like Borders and Barnes & Noble were starting to take over, kind of like Amazon. Yeah,
0: tiny little bookstores were ubiquitous. Yeah. Which I don't even remember. I don't remember that even being a thing because the only bookstores that I could go to when I was nine was the chain of family Christian bookstores.
1: Oh, no. Yeah.
0: You know what they sold at the counter? They sold little mints and they were called Testaments.
1: Oh, and you had to pay for them?
0: Oh, yeah. They came in like a pack of 12 or something. Hmm. they were you about the think, size of Mentos.
1: You would think testimonies could be free. Well, these um. are... T- <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Now I really wish that I bought one because I can... Oh, I really, really hope that each mint wrapper was like a verse from the gospel. And the whole point was like, you're giving someone a mint when they need one. But it's like, you know, those fake $100 bills people tip with, but oh. way less offensive.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I had a, my postmates delivery driver the other day. <gasps> did he, they give you
0: a chick tract?
1: He gave me like a pack of mint like a two-pack of mints and like a thank you and like five stars on it. What is he, a hotel? Yeah, I think he was like trying to bribe me for a five star rating. But oh, here's the no. thing. Here's the thing. I really dislike mint.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> little bit. So I was like, know.
1: oh, wrong move, buddy.
0: Whoops. Also. The gig economy is terrible, and I hate this. <laughs> this is...
1: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Ideas are a flow and gig, of, gig economy books
0: Bookstore gig economy. Okay, we still okay, got to okay, summarize okay. the original okay.
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so big mega bookstore is going to open up and totally like demolish a tiny bookstore run by Meg Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. And Tom Hanks is like in charge of big bookstore. Um, but this is also like right around the time where online dating kind of happens, and you don't know who people are on the internet. So they somehow start chatting on the internet. Yeah, can and... I tell you,
0: can I just give you this this good sentence, this very good sentence from this Wikipedia summary? Yes. Meg Ryan's character, Kathleen Kelly, is dat- currently dating uh, Fred Navasky, who in my head is uh, Judge Reinhold, but I don't think he's <laughs> Judge Reinhold. I think he might be Greg Kinnear. Um, but this uh, this is the sentence I love. While Frank is devoted to his typewriter, Kathleen oh prefers God. her laptop and logging into her AOL email account. Oh, my God. Using the screen name Shopgirl, she reads an email from NY152, the screen name of Joe Fox. who uh, Joe Fox is Tom Hanks. And they met in an over 30s chat room.
1: Oh, my Lord.
0: Oh, and also, um, because most of this e- most of this movie is them communicating through type, so they also have to narrate or read out loud the things that they say as they're typing it. It's uh
1: very like sex in the city.
0: as her voice narrates her reading of the email, she reveals the boundaries of the online online relationship. No specifics, including no names, career, or class information, or family connections. Class
1: information? Class
0: information and family connections, the things that we all talk about online in our chat rooms.
1: I'm a hobo, but you wouldn't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my family doesn't believe in, in attending these events. Oh, no, we're very well connected. Uh, so yeah. So then he opens his giant, he, he, they've got their giant bookstore. Um, and he opens a, he opens a giant bookstore right across from her tiny bookstore and she gets very mad and goes and tries to punch him or something.
1: I don't even remember.
0: And then they fight in the bookstore, but then they keep talking on the internet and they're like falling in love. And then they agree to meet up in real life. And she's like, "I'll be the girl wearing the pants." And he's like, "I'll be the man with the rose." And then
1: also he, wearing the pants
0: Also wearing the pants." <laughs> and he goes in and he sees her through the window and realizes who it is because she's wearing the pants. And so then he gets he gets spooked because he's like, "Oh shit, it's that lady I've been fighting with." Uh, and so he he stands her up and then they talk on the internet about it. And then because he knows, who she is now, he's continuing to talk to her online as the guy she doesn't know who he really is. But then he starts, like, wooing her in real life. And then they become friends. Her bookstore does shut down entirely because of his. But they still are friends and fall in love. And then at the end, they agree to meet up again in real life through the through the internet. And then they meet up in real life. And she's like, oh, my God, thank goodness it's Tom Hanks.
1: I hate this.
0: Yeah, it's stupid. Like he's she, he is she, super taking advantage of this woman.
1: She's bankrupt. Yeah, and yet he still wins.
0: Yeah, the shop. Here's the line from Wikipedia: The shop around the corner slowly goes under. Kathleen's employees move on. Christina goes job hunting. Okay, that is not moving on. That is that is being forced out of your job. George gets uh-huh. a job at the children's department at the Fox Bookstore. Got sniped up. Oh. And and Birdie retires. Okay. Kathleen takes a break to figure out what she wants to do, parentheses, write children's books.
1: How is she going to afford to not have a job in New York?
0: Oh, because um, as we all know from movies, if you own a small business, you are very rich.
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Joe realizes his feeling towards Kathleen and begins building a face-to-face relationship, still keeping his online identity a secret. They slowly build a friendship. And then eventually they meet in person again. Ugh. Oh, but Joe, Ugh. yeah, Joe tells her in real life before they go meet as joe and then she's like okay and then they go and meet in real life she's like crying or something i think he fucking messes with her just ahead of time and then he goes and meets her again
1: well no hold on so wikipedia he no okay joe realizes his feeling towards kathleen and begins to build a face-to-face relationship still keeping his online identity a secret Mm -hmm. they slowly build a friendship eventually ny152 arranges a meeting between his online persona and shop girl but right before she is to meet her online friend Oh, Joe reveals right. his feelings. For so Kathleen. right
0: before she's going to go meet her online friend, Joe, her real life friend, tells oh. her that he loves her. And then she just right before she's about to go meet her online friend. So he just dropped this bomb on her. But, oh, my God. She doesn't know that her online friend is him. So he just dropped this huge emotional bomb on her right before she goes to meet this guy who already stood her up once. And oh she's God. clearly attracted to based on all these things that she knows about him because they talk online. And then he's like, "Ha, <laughs> it's me. I'm just I'm just kidding, bitch."
1: This is a nightmare. <clears throat> this is a nightmare scenario. Okay, well, let's make it better.
0: Let's make it better or, you know, worse well. as sometimes we do. <laughs>
1: well, let, we'll be the judge of that. Dave Chappelle's in this movie? This movie made? Okay, this movie cost 65 million to make and it made 250.8 million.
0: Well, you know, those meat cubes really bring in the listen the viewers.
1: <laughs> meat cubes.
0: Um is Dave Chappelle, hang on, I think Dave Chappelle is Tom Hanks' um, advice-giving black friend.
1: Mm, great.
0: Yeah, you know, from- uh... Branch
1: manager Kevin, yep. Joe arrives at work overseeing the opening of New Fox Books in New York City with the help of his best friend, branch manager Kevin, played by Dave Chappelle.
0: Yeah. yep. Yeah. You gotta yeah. have a best friend who is black. Just, he is
1: like the one black guy in this movie. Yeah,
0: it's the whitest. It's the it's a very 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 white movie. Oh boy. He looks great though, Dave. He looks great now. Have you seen him recently? He got really really shredded. He's like uh, quite oh. muscly.
1: I did not know.
0: Just gonna do a Dave Chappelle.
1: You paid attention to it. Twenty nineteen.
0: Uh, how can you not? You just know. You just notice. Oh my gosh, Dave, you're huge. Dave got huge. It's like in The Good Place when Chidi takes off his shirt. You can't not notice that. Um, have you not watched The Good Place, Rebecca?
1: I have.
0: Did you see Chidi take off his shirt? I did. I sure did. <laughs> and you didn't even react.
1: Well, no, I did. I did. I Honestly, I didn't hear what you said.
0: <laughs> okay, fair. You played it off. Uh <laughs>
1: Hold on, now I'm watching the end scene from You've Got Me This is what
0: I meant to look up, and then I got down this very <laughs> ripped Dave Chappelle rabbit hole. Okay. Oh,
1: she okay, I'm watching she's like running I think this is what are you after seeing? this is after Joe has told her, I think, because now she's walking to the park.
0: Why is she, she so like Because like,
1: like, she's excited. Oh
0: yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: Ninety first street. Damn, they upper upper west side.
0: Can you no so I love Tom Hanks. But can you imagine a Tom, like a guy with Tom Hanks's face being the lead in many rom-coms today in our current time? Like I feel like if you're in a rom-com right. now you have to be
1: You have to be like hot.
0: You have to be yeah, your face has to be made from molten lava.
1: Oh, he's got a dog.
0: What's his dog's name?
1: I don't know, but it looks like a golden retriever. Oh, here he comes. And he's got this look on, oh man, he's got this look on his face like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, now I kind of want to watch this. Movie. Oh wait, here,
0: here's the scene where he does tell her beforehand.
1: This is fabulous audio for our listeners. And she starts crying and somewhere over the rainbow is playing.
0: Okay, he just told her, if you hadn't been the shop the shop around the corner and I hadn't been Fox Books, I would have asked for your number. And she's looking at he- him Oh, very upset. drying
1: her tears with a goddamn handkerchief. Oh,
0: that's a thing. That's a thing. I forgot. So the handkerchief at the very beginning of the movie. Um, you know how every, you know everybody in a meet cute's got to have their quirk. Hmm. And so her thing is, this isn't specifically her quirk. It's part of her quirk. But she uses a, th- a handkerchief because it's not something you just throw away. I think like her whole thing is she hates she hates people just throwing things away. I guess so. She's got a handkerchief. Mm-hmm. So that she can keep her, she, she can keep her snots, I guess.
1: Sure. Oh my god, and... they're like making out now in the park. Oh, and then there's the dog. Oh, he's biting his coat. Papa, come on! <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a good boy. I don't believe that dogs call people Papa. I think they like, they see us as their dumb friends. much the, Much like we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess I do view Jack as my dumb friend.
0: Okay. okay, so he just, so I'm watching the scene right before this. He told her he likes her, and then she says, I've got to go. He puts his hand on her shoulder. He is physically controlling her body. Oh my God. It's just, let me ask you something. How can you forgive this guy for standing you up? He is trying to badmouth himself, he is just fucking with her head.
1: Tom! I do kind of want to watch this movie now, though.
0: Yeah. He said, How can you forgive him for standing you up, but you can't forgive me for this tiny little thing of putting you out of business?
1: oh uh what oh hold on but take it take it back
0: hang on maybe that's not what he's
1: tiny little this tiny little thing where i just put you out of business
0: i think he's being i think he's trying to be cute and jokey and then (sighs) they then they stare at each other for some more and he says oh i wish you would
1: oh man steve zahn is like so little and then she says i have to go
0: (laughs) Steve on is so little and so full of hair we need to get that on his tombstone or something like we need to get this rebecca frost quote from a podcast that no one has listened to to be the definitive Steve Zahn. why would she be smiling and laughing at this point i would be furious with this man for doing this to my brain oh boy like, I would be so angry at him.
1: Okay, okay, let's make it better. Let's want, make it better. What's just, our first? I want nothing more. What's our more, first segment?
0: I want nothing more in this scene as he's slowly walking up to her for sure. her to just like punch him in the dick and walk away.
1: <laughs> well, that's okay. how it would be in
0: 2019. It would be. Okay, first segment is called Love It or Leave It. Love me or
1: leave me or let me be lonely.
0: And this is where we talk about what we're going to keep and what we're going to get rid of. Do we want to keep the gas lighting? N- uh, w- uh, see, that's a real tough
1: call, right? Because, like, I super hate it, but how else do you... Uh...
0: Like, we could keep the gas lighting, but then make it, like maybe how we should react to the gaslighting or maybe we just turn the gaslighting up to a billion and everybody's gaslighting everybody all the time and we don't know what's real even the audience is being gaslighted and it's this weird psychological nightmare of a movie directed by aaron aronofsky
1: okay yep aaron aronofsky or darren
0: aronofsky Uh, aaron's cousin and (laughs) darren darren's cousin aaron
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs>
0: it'll be like a it's not quite Darren Aronofsky quality. Did you know that Darren Aronofsky almost directed the solo Wolverine spin-off movie? What? He was the original director and then he quit before they started doing anything, but that movie was almost super different. Cuz it
1: was not weird enough.
0: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> because they had CG claws. <laughs> Snicked, snicked, right? God, um, I would have loved it if the just <laughs> the sound effect of his claws popping out in that movie was just a person going
1: snicked, snicked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also I do want to keep. I would love to keep the so keep the like pen pals who don't realize they're pen pals. Concept, yeah. So now,
0: right? so is it now like a? Do we have to update it for the modern modern times? Is it like a swiping it's gotta app? Be an app? Yeah, yeah it's
1: got to be like an app, right? Like a dating app?
0: All the apps now are for fucking though, right?
1: So like, is it, so here's my question. Is it a dating app or is it like a DoorDash?
0: Oh my God. Well, so (laughs) do people social network on DoorDash?
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe Meg Ryan
0: is like, oh, I just got to order
1: Red Lobster from DoorDash. But then this guy just like keeps delivering it. And she's like, oh, this fucking guy.
0: That's how she meets him.
1: Ooh, okay, okay. Well, that's what
0: I'm asking. I'm asking that because the things that they're talking online, they she can't ever have seen that person in real life. So are you were you saying they were te- texting through DoorDash?
1: Okay, okay, oh, okay. What if instead they are texting through like a dating app type thing and they don't know who each other is, but then she's like, I gotta get me some Taco Bell from DoorDash, and so DoorDash <laughs> she orders it and he shows up and he's like the rudest fucking guy but it's him that she's talking to
0: okay is he does she run is doordash putting anyone out of business
1: Uh, or okay oh how about this how about this maybe ubers instead right so maybe she's like she owns a taxi company she owns a taxi company and she is but that doesn't make sense because how is she going to interact with this uber guy unless she takes uber places
0: Mm, shit okay what is the thing that's putting something else out of business to Millennials. Does she just have a regular store and then... Uh, Amazon? Amazon? Yeah, Jeff I'm Bezos. wondering is it Amazon. Well, I don't want to make... It can only be Jeff Bezos if he does get punched in the dick at the end. Because he... I don't okay, want to... what if we make it like to... a
1: Jeff Bezos type?
0: Yeah. So he's... It's Jim Rash? <laughs> <laughs> yes i know i'm getting ahead of myself but yes it will be jim rash oh my goodness
1: okay a jeff bezos type so uh like a general store like a like a bodega or
0: a bodega
1: or or do we stick with you've got mail she owns a barnes and noble amazon amazon is opening up their first physical bookstore across the street because that's a thing that they're doing
0: so it's still bookstore and they're, yeah, and Amazon opens, or it's just a regular store, sorry, yeah, they, I forgot they're doing brick-and-mortar stores. It's also, they're, they're also Whole Foods now. hmm Okay, mm-hmm. so Amazon, but it's one of those future stores with, like, it's just, like, robots, there's no cashiers or anything, so, like.
1: Yeah, and you don't even have to pay, like, you just take the thing and it charges it to your account.
0: Yeah, okay. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Or, okay, maybe she maybe she runs, like, a, a nice food store, but then one of these fancy Amazon shops is opening up right across the street.
0: I think we can. Maybe it's. Uh, she works at a mall. No, I think it's. I think it's fine if we can. We. I think we're overthinking it. I think it's just regular store, and then there's an Amazon store across the street. She owns like a, you know, maybe she owns. Maybe she runs a Target. We make it like one. We make it about one corporation, like versus
1: another, <laughs> killing
0: another corporation. Yeah. So they're still both corporations. Okay. So now instead of rich guy destroying poor person it's rich person destroying another rich person and we're keeping the gaslighting so there's got to be so much gaslighting is the thing though Mm -hmm. what are we'll get i guess we'll get there we just got to come up with more ways that people are gaslighting oh wait so where but then what do they meet on they're just meeting on some sort of dating app that do we use a real one or are we making it up
1: uh we gotta oh what's like a fun like uh billionaire dating app
0: okay a billionaire dating app okay give me okay. riches riches um what are some expressions about rich people that rich people say
1: Snob. snobby rich or... people
0: expressions
1: oh hold on hold on i think i got it i think i got it give it to me the app is called don't you know who i am
0: that's a really long app name
1: yeah but like
0: but you've heard yeah think yeah, yeah. about it but is this maybe where Okay, so maybe the app is. This is where rich people go to meet only other rich people, but it's specifically kept all anonymous because maybe it's like rich people pretending they're being incognito, but everybody knows who they
1: are. (laughs) Maybe it's rich people pretending to be poor. And so, what if it's these two rich people pretending to be poor on a regular day? Okay, okay, okay.
0: What if it's. So, as we all know, rich people, they just want to be treated regular because they're
1: people like they're
0: just people like us who just happen to have billions of dollars and don't have any of our problems
1: and they just want to be taken seriously and not like they don't want people to love them for their money they want people to love them for who they are as people so
0: what if what if this rich person they go on this dating site to be like to pretend like they're a normal person and then it'll be like a little funny that uh
1: Of all the normies, these two rich people found each other.
0: Oh, I think so. I think that.
1: And then they go to meet up at the end and she's like, oh, thank God.
0: Another rich person. I think also just it'd be funny if we reveal at the end that this dating service is actually just all rich people pretend like we trying to pretend to be normal, (laughs) poor people. (laughs)
1: And it's just, like, so clear that they are entirely out of touch. Right.
0: Because none of, like, (laughs) all the normal people can tell, like, oh, yeah, we're not going to use this dating service. Like, this is just weird rich people. But all the rich people think they're, like, pulling it off.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And so then
0: the whole dating service is just entirely rich people, which will just be, like, a funny joke at the end. But the whole movie will just be a funny joke about two rich people pretending to be, thinking that they're pretending to be poor and that they're dating a poor person. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay so then yeah. what so we've got okay so amazon because i also
1: really like the reveal at the end where she's like oh thank god it's you because i don't <laughs> know that i could actually date a poor person okay
0: so that's what we have to keep too so one in in the original movie she's dating a uh she's currently in a relationship at the beginning of the movie with um i think it's greg kinnear but uh he he's like the stereotype um he's he's like a hipster author before hipsters like he u- still uses his typewriter he probably has like you he's know He's got a blog. Yeah, I think he's got like a tweed jacket. Well no, he doesn't have a blog cuz he cuz he's all about the physical space. But I think he's got like a tweed jacket with like elbow pads and stuff. Like he's just a dork. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so in our movie she she is dating an actual poor person? Maybe they're not even poor. They're just like not obscenely rich. They're just like mm. upper middle class. And she's just like the insanely rich person. Well, so
1: here's here. I think he's got to, I think he's also got to be insanely rich because that's why she goes to the dating app to like feel something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The
0: other, so the other person in the meet cute is insanely rich. I'm saying the person she's already in a relationship with is the poor person, which because so in this, well, see,
1: no, no, no. See, I think that the person that she's in the relationship with has to be, oh, I see, I see,
0: because she's trying to escape the obscenely rich. She's trying
1: to escape, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah when she does finally you know meet the other obscenely rich guy she's like oh thank god <laughs> I, could I don't do know this. i did not realize exactly what i was getting myself it into. is
0: too like oh can you believe they have to look at their own i don't know bathrooms? Reflections. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that they chew their own food let's go to segment two this is uh called when and where talk about setting and genre which we've kind of already established our setting yeah. is now they're doing dating apps our genre is a weird ass darren aronofsky film which i'm gonna need <laughs> i'm gonna need to lean on you a bit for that vibe oh, because i've that. only seen i think i've only seen the fountain and just clips of his other movies i still haven't even seen black swan
1: oh black swan's pretty good That's what I hear. um Who's who's our who's the rom-com director of our time?
0: Uh, Gary
1: Marshall. Oh, he's dead. Um, uh,
0: Let's see. Um, Modern. Com. What are some modern rom-coms? I mean, Judd Apatow. I guess.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I don't want to do a Judd movie though.
1: I don't either.
0: I'm tired of Judd. Is Silver Linings Playbook a rom-com?
1: They try to pitch it as that, and I do not think that it is
0: that. My brother saw that movie, and he thought the whole movie, the whole movie, he thought it was going to turn out to be, like, this weird psychological thriller, because, so, like, you know, Brad, uh, what's his last name? Cooper. Mm -hmm. We're we're friends. I call him Brad. Um, Sure, sure. He, like, his, his whole family basically, like, keeps not telling him about what his wife is up to now. Um, Because he like what, or because she's with that guy that she was cheating on. But because they like keep not referring to it, my brother was like, immediately I thought he killed her and he just didn't remember. And it was this whole thing like everyone was keeping secret from him. And I was like, dude, you were watching a way (laughs) different movie than the rest of us.
1: Yeah, that would have been a better movie. That would have been very
0: interesting. Oh, Kate and Leopold. Oh, that's from 2001. What's a modern rom com?
1: So. I just Googled rom rom-com directors.
0: Rome com directors. Rob Reiner.
1: <laughs> Rob Reiner is number one. What
0: about Always Be My Maybe? That's a rom com, right?
1: I think we're uh, overthinking it. I um, think we might be. Maybe we too. just get a nobody director. Wait,
0: we're getting Aaron Aronofsky.
1: Aaron Aronofsky. We already said this. <laughs> okay, Aaron Aronofsky is Darren Aronofsky's whimsical brother.
0: Er, cousin. <laughs> He's more whimsical than. Da- is Darren. Not- so he's
1: darren is not whimsical. darren's not
0: whimsical he's just a weird guy aaron is still a weird guy but whimsical
1: yes 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 okay um so yeah present present day i think keep it in new york
0: what about uh or or if we wanted to go with a real person what about wes anderson
1: oh no 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 no
0: (laughs) okay we don't like wes anderson
1: too stylized
0: too stylized what does that mean what does, exactly what, what does you that even mean?
1: What does that You know exactly what it means. You've seen Wes Anderson
0: movies? But I have, but what does stylized mean?
1: Wes Anderson has a very specific like style he does. of doing okay. his
0: movies. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Do you? I don't know. I'm not a film buff like you.
1: I mm, Okay.
0: Okay, wait. So to stylize means to depict or treat in a mannered and non-realistic style. Oh, I did not know this was stylized meant. Okay, okay. So I see what you're saying. It's kind of like how everybody just acts like these weird things they're doing are not weird. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I do. But I like guess West that's though.
1: how rich people act, right? Oh. So I guess maybe.
0: But do we want them to do it in an endearing way for our movie? Here's so I guess no, here's my other rich question: Rich people
1: aren't endearing,
0: right? So we don't want them to be because Wes Anderson. I feel like this is I don't know. Yeah. A, I don't know, maybe you don't like Wes Anderson, but I love how his movies make me feel about his characters. Like, I love how everyone is weird and goofy and just acts like it's normal in his movies, but I agree we shouldn't do that to these rich people. These rich people yeah, should I don't, be... I
1: don't want. To, I don't want to relate to these people in our movie.
0: <laughs> Even though, have you noticed most movies are absolutely about very rich people who we should not be able to relate to? Like, Home like, Alone... Like Home Alone is about like the richest mother f- motherfucking family there is, but like mm. we like them for some reason. Like most Christmas movies, almost every Hallmark Christmas movie is about entirely just rich people problems. Like there's that one, there's that one specifically about a rich woman who owns a town whose dad won't <laughs> give her an inheritance until she goes and spends a weekend in the town with only being given a hundred dollars and not being able to take her identification. There's most like there's Christmas movies. What? Yeah, most like most of these like white people Christmas movies are about insanely rich people. One of them is about like they like own a ranch that's about to go under, but the ranch is like they're still very clearly incredibly rich people. They're just about to lose their ranch to some like they city They can't be expansion. incredibly
1: rich if the ranch is about to go under.
0: They <laughs> they were rich at some point. Like these are not problems that normal people have because their whole thing is like like their house is enormous. It's just all this like. I can't think of a single, like, Christmas movie that's about regular people. Um, uh,
1: uh, Christmas Carol?
0: He's very rich. That's the whole but thing. But
1: the people in it are not.
0: No, 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 he is very rich. He, like, is the executive vice president of a toy company that just sold, like, a million dollar toy. He's right, insanely but the, rich.
1: But there's all the other poor people in it.
0: The elves? What people? <laughs> there's no one in it besides him and Tiny his kids. Tiny Tim?
1: Tiny tin? Okay,
0: I was thinking of the Santa Claus.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I,
0: I realize now that you said a Christmas Carol, but my head is thinking of Tim Allen's The Santa Claus.
1: Oh my god!
0: Okay, yes, a Christmas Carol, the move, the the story written a hundred years ago.
1: That's... We we have to move on.
0: <laughs> I'm just okay. <laughs> Okay, so these rich people... So we're just going to do a movie about rich people where we don't even get along with rich people. Mm-hmm. Like, Always Be My Maybe, a rom-com that just came out is about rich people. Always anyway. Be My
1: Maybe is not about rich people.
0: Ali Wong, or uh, what's her name? Is it Ali Wong? Yeah,
1: Ali Wong. It's Ali Wong. She's, she's not a rich. She's successful. She's There's a rich a
0: celebrity. She goes to red carpet events. Uh, anyway, uh, all of our <laughs> movies are about rich people. Because <laughs> rich people are the people making movies. Okay, So, but so we've got rich guy. Let's move on. We've already got our setting and genre. It's going to be weird. We're going to get into the weird (laughs) stuff. We're going to get, we're going to get into the weird stuff in the plot. And that's where, that's where we're really going to get the fun parts. Let's talk about characters and casting in our segment called, who can it be? be We've already got rich Amazon guy and it can't be called Amazon. We're going to have to call it like. Flamazon. I was going to say like Serengeti, like just a different thing oh. from a country. <laughs> Sahara. Yeah, but I guess we could call it Flamazon. <laughs> um, is there, what's another rainforest? We could just there call it rainforest.
1: One. Rainforest.com.
0: Or we could call it like, uh, I don't know. I kind of really like Serengeti. Um, I,
1: let's. Well, Serengeti is hard to spell, isn't it?
0: We don't have to spell it. They just have to say it.
1: But it's got to be part of our marketing, too. Like, if you go to Serengeti.com. Okay, I'm
0: going to spell it right now, and I'm not looking this up. And you can look it up to confirm. S-E-R-E-N-G-E-T-T-I.
1: Okay, wait, spell it one more time?
0: Mm S-E-R-E-N-G-E-T-T-I.
1: Oh, you're way closer than I ever would have been. But I wasn't right? Right. No. S e r e n g e t i only one,
0: one t. t. Okay.
1: I was like s a r e n g h e t t i.
0: Just inserting extra letters because it's a foreign word. Like so it... <laughs> bugetty.
1: Ser- <laughs> Serengeti.
0: <laughs> awesome. Seren- we're gonna make some serengeti
1: <laughs> some serengeti
0: <laughs> oh that's very good okay
1: okay Serengeti.com is going to destroy uh target whole, whole food bullseye but bullseye <laughs> bullseye that's very good
0: and it's like we gotta find a but the logo can't be a bullseye
1: it's gotta be a bull and is and there's a like a circle around No, no no, no.
0: we'll call it crosshairs It's even better. Crosshairs. Yeah, that's and, good. And that's so then we good. can still use what looks like a bullseye, but then it's got like the the plus sign through the cross it. Crosshairs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. that's
1: very good. That's very good.
0: Okay, so uh, Jim Rash plays bald man George Befos. No,
1: <laughs> Zebos.
0: <laughs> Zebos. There we go. Fucking Zebos. And who does he? Who is?
1: So the CEO of Target is a man named Brian Cornell.
0: Okay, so can it be a man named? Can we, can we make this about two dudes?
1: I mean, that is pretty modern. Yeah,
0: super modern. Uh, How about and,
1: Brian Harvard?
0: Yeah, that's good. <laughs> just <laughs> <Ryan> <laughs> Harvard. It's just choose another Ivy League. Can can we get um can we get Dan Levy to be him?
1: Oh, <gasps> yes. Uh.
0: I want to see like I only like just now I thought of him and then that made me so badly want to see just a rom-com about him and another guy and it just so bad. I want yes, to get him yes. in a rom com. I would love it so much.
1: Okay, so Dan Levy as Brian Harvard <laughs> and then Jim Raff. Let's, let's make him
0: Ryan Harvard instead of Brian. Ryan
1: Harvard. Ryan Harvard and then Jim Rass is George Zebos.
0: George Zebos.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, okay. This is very good. This is very good. We don't even need side characters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but don't you want we gotta put the Sprouses in somewhere. It's a rule. But and okay. then
1: they have to be each person's respective best friend.
0: Okay, so we don't even have a Dave Chappelle type anymore.
1: Uh, unfortunately, no.
0: Which is fine. We're just, so we're just making this movie even wider
1: mm-hmm. by taking Dave out. We're trying. We're trying to alienate as many people as possible.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 But also, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow this movie will still just d- destroy at the box office. It'll do mm-hmm. incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. especially during Christmas. It's gonna spawn so many think pieces about like what we were trying to do, about what we were saying about society, and we're just gonna be like, nah, man, rich people just suck.
1: Yep, 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 yep.
0: Okay, is, there's no one else. Oh, we we do have to cast her current boyfriend that she her does that she is boyfriend. tired of, or he's tired of.
1: Do you know who like keeps popping up in my head? Tell me, Channing Tatum.
0: Ah, uh, oh, it can be like. Oh, but Dan Levy and Channing Tatum are about the same age. I was gonna say, what if it's there's that weird, like, rich people age gap for her current boyfriend? Or his current boyfriend. But no, Channing Tatum is good. Cause, it's, yeah,
1: it's just who keeps popping up in my head.
0: Cause here's the thing. I like Channing Tatum a lot, but I'm he's also like probably an insufferable rich person about something.
1: Or what if, what if, what if Dan Levy is dating
0: both of the sprouses. <gasps> And just like because that's you know it's a it's a modern day thing it's fine we're dating it's two It's
1: modern and they're rich
0: and they're younger than him
1: yeah okay, okay so let let's do that and then we gotta cast and then can, we gotta cast the two best friends
0: can we make it so that so his the the Sprouse twins aren't even they are they're just playing themselves like he's dating the Sprouse twins
1: <laughs> yeah like that's yep.
0: what it is he's dating the Sprouse twins and they don't think it's weird. That they're involved. No, okay.
1: Nobody thinks it's weird because they're rich.
0: Right, they're rich. Okay, okay. Okay, so then they're two their two respective best friends. So who's George's best friend? Is it? Who would be best friends with
1: Like an Elon Musk type? Jeff.
0: I keep Bays, forgetting that we have uh... to make everyone terrible. I was gonna say like <laughs> I was gonna say like um Allison Bree. Just cause I like because I was thinking community. But um it's gotta be <laughs> Yeah, who who are rich people friends with?
1: Uh well, so I Googled Jeff Bezos' best friend, and all that's popping up is Amazon CEO Jeff <laughs> Bezos had an affair with his best friend's wife.
0: Oh, of course he did. <laughs> Jeff um. Bezos' best friend. I was hoping it was just like a ton of things, like I'm his best friend.
1: Nope, it's just a lot of stuff about his divorce.
0: Lauren Sanchez relationship timeline. Affair with friends' wife may cost Amazon's Jeff Bezos 69 billion Nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jeff. It's probably like his lawyer,
1: Patrick Whitesell. Okay, do let's Google. You, Patrick do you think Whitesell. they?
0: Neither of them probably have best friends. They probably just have lawyers who they have to talk to all the time.
1: You know what's really funny is we've had this conversation when we've rebooted Harold and Maude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Patrick Whitesell is an American talent agent and executive chairman of Endeavor, an entertainment and media agency.
0: Mm. let's so
1: kanye west it's gotta be kanye oh, West. one
0: of them is best friends with kanye west jeff bezos will be friends with kanye west
1: jeff Bezos, george zebos and george then zebos is absolutely best friends with kanye West. and then
0: ryan harvard because you know it's only it's only target it's not amazon he's, he's
1: like a down to earth like rachel ray
0: <laughs> he's best friends with someone from the food network yeah, why okay. Not? No, I like it. I like it. No, Food Network celebrities don't get enough. So, is he friend? Let me just look up. Okay, Food Network celebrities. I should know this because of who I'm married to. Okay, you've got. I mean, you've got your gourd. Oh, Rebecca. What does it have to be? Guy Fieri.
1: It absolutely has to be Guy Fieri. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Of course you would say fieri. <laughs>
1: That's how he he gets mad if you don't say it the right and, way. And he
0: does make a joke about like like he's like when Serengeti opens their store across the street he's like <laughs> he's like, it sounds like something I would make in a pasta dish.
1: Ah uh, Yes.
0: Sounds uh, like something you sounds like something you'd eat at Flavortown. Yes. When you're yes. back home in Flavortown. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is very good. Okay, so it's Guy Fieri, let's move on to our final segment called What's Going On? Oh, what's This is where we talk about the plot. Uh, so it's basically... So, okay, so...
1: I feel like the plot's just got to remain the same. It's got to be mostly just... the
0: same. Oh, but we... I think this is this. We need to talk about just how much more gaslighting... We just got to talk about, like, all the gaslighting that's happening in this.
1: Like, so much like gaslighting. Like, so
0: much gaslighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the things... So the, the big gaslighting in this movie is that he... Tom Hanks finds out, you know, that he's been talking to Meg Ryan online, but he doesn't tell Meg Ryan and then he we just need to have like so so this means that uh George Zebos is going to have to realize that his his online crush is not a poor person
1: I think I feel like early on they should both realize who they're talking to but not tell the oh, other Oh so
0: they're person. both gaslighting the other okay Yeah um Here's the the thing, we do need to uh we need to come up with their online handles because the oh. fact that she's called shop girl and he's called NY152 or whatever is like a big deal in this movie.
1: So I feel like Ryan Harvard's should be bullseye.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's probably good.
1: Right. For his store crosshairs.
0: Yeah, for sure. Or like headshot or like Oh no, that's sounds... out. Got him. Or like <laughs> Got you <laughs> It'll be like Gunhaver. Gunhaver forty five.
1: Uh personally I like bullseye. Uh uh
0: Bullseye profits. But like there's okay, okay, bullseye bullseye, but it's a dollar sign instead of an S.
1: Okay, wait, hold on. I'm gonna Google Target slang. Target slang
0: <laughs> You mean you mean how moms call it tarjay?
1: What if that's his
0: Okay, yes. What? Tarjay? <laughs> his, his name is T-A-R-J-A-Y.
1: Tarjay. Mm-hmm. Tarjay.
0: Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what is George
0: Zebos? George Zebos. What is...
1: What is he into?
0: What is...
1: Jeff Bezos hobbies. Five things Jeff Bezos does other than work.
0: Only five? Jeff.
1: He sleeps a lot.
0: <laughs> Sleepy boy.
1: <laughs> he uh, spends the... Spends his time combing the oceans for discarded NASA rocket ships.
0: Why? It's like this is the like fourth <sighs> rich person I found out about whose hobby is just like combing the ocean for wreckage. James Cameron does it. We learned that the guy who wrote the books that Sahara is based on does it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, what if um what if George Zebos uh his cause he's too lazy to like really come up with a, a fun username? Poor person or poor guy.
0: Oh man, no money. One fifty two. Uh, no money. Um.
1: No money, no problems.
0: It's <laughs> probably good. Um, <laughs> probably good. No, that's very good. God damn, I can't even Google his hobbies without hearing about his divorce. Yeah. Here we go. A day in the life of rich man Jeff Bezos, who always offers to do the washing up. You hear that? He offers to wash the dishes. What a regular guy.
1: What if that's Dishwasher 62?
0: 62. Dude, I did not... Like, I knew roughly what he looked like, but getting a picture of him, I did not realize, like, how perfect Jim Rash could be him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dishwasher 62 is good. Because, you know, only poor people wash dishes. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. He's dressed as fucking Dr. Evil here, like, not ironically. Oh, my God. Like, I'm going to send you this picture. This is a picture of him. He's just... he's. Dressed as fucking Dr. Evil with a scarf. I sent it to you in Skype, so you probably won't be able to find it anywhere.
1: Uh, That can't be him. (laughs) That's him. Uh.
0: Did you know that Jeff Bezos, according to the caption on this image, Jeff Bezos, the founder and CEO of Amazon, prefers to wake up naturally without using an alarm clock. Yeah, Jeff, if only we all could afford to just, you know, wake up whenever we wanted and didn't have jobs that had, you know, schedules and and deadlines.
1: Okay, so we have... tarjay and (laughs) dishwasher sixty two. tarjay and dishwasher 62 okay meet on what's the name of the rich people pretending to be poor people app
0: oh right what did we call it you called it you know who i am
1: oh don't you know who i am don't
0: you know who i am yeah oh wait but it's supposed to be rich people pretending to be poor people so why would they call it that you don't know who i am hmm I feel like it's got to be like like just a ridiculous. So just we, I think we can just we're overthinking it again in the way that all dating sites now are not like they're not create like farmers only. It's for people who like farm stuff. Like
1: or like they get rid of vowels, right? So what if we just call it rich, but it's just R R C
0: H or poor, but it's called just P (laughs) R. You guys on poor. Uh or
1: poor. Oh no, it's poor, p u r, but it's also like reads as pure because only <laughs> rich people are pure.
0: But that's also the brand of a real life filtered water filter water. Cuz you're filtering
1: out the poor people.
0: So we're, we're sponsored by pure. By yep. pure water. Okay, okay. Um okay, so then so that how do they meet in real life, and why do they hate each other? Like because 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 Serengeti is gonna kill Target by opening right mm-hmm. across the street. Yeah, okay. like literally yeah, yeah. the exact same okay. as You've
1: Got Mail. Right.
0: Okay. And instead of You've Got Mail, we have to call it what's what's it called when someone messages you on one of these apps?
1: It's the uh, the cash like tingling like oh d it's something a- about
0: DMs something about DMs. DMs, direct messages.
1: You've got, got DMs.
0: Slide into sliding. Someone
1: sl- has slid into your DMs. <laughs> sliding
0: in is the name of these, this movie. Um, sliding in.
1: That should be the name of the movie.
0: Okay, it's called Sliding In. I was thinking, way before before we had talked about any of this, I was thinking we could make it. We've got mail, just for no reason. But <laughs> this is before. This is like before we even started recording. I was like, oh, we've got mail. Could be stupid. Okay. <laughs>
1: I like sliding in. Sliding in is good.
0: Sliding into third?
1: No, just sliding in. Okay.
0: Okay. Um so then they get they just DM each other constantly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just like emojis and gifts and uh Bitmojis. On on these dating apps, you have no, to No it put, can't be bitmojis. It can't be because then you can see faces. And okay, so talk to me about all the gaslighting. Let's just so they both know who each other is at some point. Like they both realize it. Who stands who up?
1: Who? So I think they both stand each other up, but then they talk to each other like they both were waiting there for hours.
0: Okay. So they've both realized, so they both walk in to meet the other one, but they get there at the same time and they're both wearing the pants. Mm-hmm. But because, okay. And because of just who they are as people, they both think that they are one, the only one smart enough in the situation to have figured out yes. what's going on. And two, yes. they're so smart. They're definitely pulling this deception off.
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay.
0: And then also, they're both like, I'm so smart that I totally see through his deception.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know that I know that he knows that. Oh my that I know. God.
0: I can just. Jim Rash acting opposite of Dan Levy doing this scene of two rich people thinking that they're so brilliant would be so fucking funny.
1: God, yes. This I is want good. this
0: so bad.
1: This is very good.
0: <laughs> okay. So then. The rest of the movie is just each of them.
1: But there's got to be like instances too where like Guy Fieri goes into Serengeti and he's like, oh, well, I heard that Crosshairs has blah, 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 blah.
0: They'll read you a story while you shop. Yeah.
1: And so, so George Zebos incorporates that into his. Yeah.
0: His weird, like the weird things that (laughs) nobody actually wants, but his, (laughs) his, you know, down to earth. Love interest is totally interesting. So Jeff, but George Zabo says he'll go into his assistant, uh, his best friend Kanye. Kanye. Oh my god! And you know they're fucking selling Kanye's like stupid clip art sweatshirts at 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 mm-hmm. Serengeti for and they deliver a them with dollars. drones. Oh. So, but he goes into to um, what do we call it? Crosshairs, and he's like, you still have to talk to people when you shop. <laughs> weird oh
1: and so you know at the end when tom hanks is like oh i lost my dog i'm looking for my dog yeah yeah george Zebos is like i lost my my favorite drone yeah
0: (laughs) okay so then and then
1: and so then they meet at the park and then just this one drone flies down with a (laughs) rose on it
0: um so in the original movie tom hanks knows and then but he doesn't tell her and he then like works on forming an actual relationship with her. um, And then he does that bullshit where he tried. So there will be, we are going to get a great scene where the two of them try to talk the other one out of forgiving the guy who stood them up, even though each of them is like about to go meet him for real life. Like we just do that weird thing that Tom Hanks did at the end where he, for some reason messes Mm -hmm. with her head even more, but it'll just Mm -hmm. be another really funny scene. But also instead of, instead of, um, Like, instead of one of them, like, sincerely trying to become a nice person because he realized who this person he's been talking to the whole time is, they both know. So now is it about, is it, so is it either both of them trying to do that, just like, oh, this is so cute, like, he doesn't know, we're going to try to become real friends. Or is it just going to be the both of them trying to catch the other one in the lie?
1: Yeah, I like the idea of them trying to catch the other one in a lie.
0: So they're both just, like, hiring private investigators and, like...
1: They hire the same private investigator.
0: They hire the same private investigator. I Okay, that's better. I was going to say they hire two private investigators who then have their own meet-cute and then go fall in love oh. just oh. in the background.
1: <laughs> no, I... Ah, oh. yeah, I no know, this is ideas. very
0: <laughs> There'll be so much gaslighting just mm-hmm. each of them lying to the other one about where they were and just convincing the other one that they're wrong and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and then they end up making out in the park at the end and it's just on a pile of money or do like
1: they, well do they agree to meet in a poor person park?
0: Oh, it's a they they meet where like all the homeless people hang out.
1: Yeah, to like maybe like scare the other one but they're yeah. both just like so enamored with each other that they risk going to the poor person park.
0: Um okay so let's talk food and drink pairing. What are we eating and what are what Mountain Dew are we drinking?
1: So it's got what's like a Guy Fieri inspired Mountain Dew or Kanye West inspired Mountain Dew.
0: <laughs> okay. Um what's or, or yeah, it's it's got to be like we got to find out what's the secret rich people Mountain Dew. Rich rich people Mountain Dew.
1: Person Mountain Dew. There's a song by a person called Charlie Rich called My Mountain Dew. I see. I also
0: got that result. <laughs> okay. Um, the
1: first Google image that shows up is Maui Burst.
0: Maui Burst, huh? Dew
1: with a blast of pineapple flavor. Ugh.
0: Rich people love pineapple. Uh-huh. Oh, that looks or like, like a, that's a tall an, can, too.
1: Yeah. Okay. What about Maui Burst with avocado toast?
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just like oh, we're gonna we're making or caviar. Yep, 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 caviar for sure. It's the caviar. How is that like? Ugh, I'm just gonna eat a bunch of fish eggs. Ugh. Anyway, that's <laughs> got them, Got the rich people. That's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. This one's for you, Frank. Hope your head juices get, Go. Get, hope,
1: ju- hope your head juice gets better. Hope
0: he gets juiced. Um, if you like the show, please give us a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out so much. And tell your friends. I think we, we've we got a Twitter if you want to send us uh, reboot ideas. We're, we're, we're open to that. It's just at RebootLeggers. Until next time, I'm Scott Owen.
1: I'm Frank Sarah. And um, what's our
0: password for next week?
1: <sighs> what's like a rich people password? Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, it's Bitcoin.
1: An important message for all Oakley Street agents. Our lithiometer reader has seen that the girl Lyra Balacqua will be venturing north to try and liberate the children who have been stolen by the newly established Obliviation Board. We must make every effort to help her in her journey. We will be sending updates of her actions and location each week as more details from the alethiometer become clear. Please, help her if you can. She matters more than she can ever know.